welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast, brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 358, recorded live on Saturday, May 3rd, 2014. And here are your hosts, the man who wants to talk about Hearthstone, Dave Pillay. What is Saturday? And the man who wants to talk about Free Comic Book Day and slash or Star Wars Day, Andy Lowe. Hi. Saturday? I said Saturday. Okay, sure. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even going to argue with it. I'm just going to let you go back and listen to it when you go through and do the editing. I swear I said Saturday. Maybe there was some sort of audio something something. I don't know. Okay. I could be wrong. And yes, I, I wanted to talk about Hearthstone because you had started talking about Hearthstone, but that and was... I had started talking about Hearthstone, and then I realized it was really good conversation for like the opening rant. But it was a non sequitur. So it was Andy. Because, just because it was a non sequitur before we started doesn't mean it's a. It, it, this is the random access podcast. I knew you were going to go there as soon as I said non sequitur. I'm like, crap, he's going to tell me it's a random podcast. That's <laughs> half the point of this show. Oh, I saw that one coming from a mile away and there's nothing I could do. No, because you walked into it. You opened the door. So what about free comic book day? It's coming up, right? It's today. It's today. I thought it was on a Wednesday. No, Wednesday is new comic book day. Yes, Wednesday is new comic book day. Today okay, is free comic it is, book day. It is not helpful to anyone to point out that today is free comic book day. True. All right, so that's a point, because by the time people listen to this, free comic book day would have already happened. Yes. As is the point of saying that tomorrow is Star Wars Day, because if you listen to this on Monday, yesterday was Star Wars Day. Right. Damn it. So, Dave, what about Hearthstone? <laughs> well, since, you, you, since my topics are... Expired? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I, we were talking about Arena, and you were telling me about your Arena deck, that you tried Arena for the first time. And my deck, normally, like, okay, so I'm guessing that these cards are supposed to be given to you randomly? I think random-ish. Yeah, because there are specific cards for your hero that you choose. But normally, like, you'd think, like, the numbers would go from one to whatever. Mm -hmm. I only had 30 cards in a deck. 28 of my cards were either one, two, three, or four mana cost. So a very low-cost deck. Yes, so you're playing like two cards a turn. Yes, and maybe I am three or four. I am top decking after about let's say I would normally top deck right around when I had fifteen, sixteen, seventeen cards left. What is what is top deck? Top deck is where you run out of cards in your hand. Okay. Oh, you, so that you're always playing the top card from the you're deck. You're always playing the top card from the deck. Right. So that's the that's the term top decking is where your your only option to play is whatever you pull off the top of the deck. Okay. So, yeah, I got screwed. I was kind of surprised I actually won three of the games because I'm sitting there like, well, I'm throwing strategy out the window and we'll just throw everything onto the board at the beginning of the game and try and overwhelm them right off the bat. And Firestorm. And Lightning. And Arcane Explosion. And Holy Nova. And Consecrate. And so, like, after the fifth turn where, you know, he's actually starting to play some of the bigger guys, I've run out of cards in my hand just playing all these one, two, three, and four. And I'm just like, well, I, don't, I can't stop him. Concede. 
Mm-hmm. Um, my my first jump into the arena, I actually did pretty well. I got like six wins. But my second jump into the arena, uh, I I was playing as a mage. And I didn't quite realize once I hit my, like, as I hit my 30th card, I'm like, wait a minute. Did, did I pick anything with taunt? <laughs> no. I do have to say the the bonus, though, was the fact that being as a mage, I could hold more than two polymorphs in my hand. Yes. I actually had three polymorphs. This was great. I was like, hey. Wait, how did you get three polymorphs? Because it popped up in my pick three times. Oh, cool. So I'm like, yes, I'd like Polymorph. Oh, look, a second one. Yes, I'd like that too. And then I get a third one that pops up. I'm like, wait a second. Can I take three? (laughs) Click. Yes, I can. Okay, then. Three Polymorphs it is. Those were extremely helpful when I get one of those and you drop one of the big guys and they'd be like, sheep. Yeah, there's like almost every every, uh, class has an instant kill polymorph is is so destructive for that because it's just like ah well my deck is targeted around a building up a single creature to be like a massive thing and the mage polymorphs it yeah i did that with somebody who dropped a dragon on me during one of the things the highest i've gotten one of my creatures has been a 24 24 yeah you talked about that last time yeah i love it the light spawn we should play against each other andy okay i am friends with you yep but you're never online when i'm on I know. Side note, if you want to be my friend, QS23 number 1176. Fanda number 1424. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Cool. So yeah, keep that in mind. I'm friends with Gabe now. Really? Yeah. You ever tried playing him? Nope. (laughs) So he he posted it on one of the Hearthstone posts. Ah. So I'm like, oh, worth a shot. Why not? Yep. I find it kind of annoying that the fact that you can only challenge somebody to a game. If you're both sitting in the menu? Yes. Yeah. It, well, it means that you have to really coordinate. and you, you can't just like hop on and be like, ah, you're in the middle of a game, I challenge you. Well, no, but to at least like give me the option. If you're if I'm sitting there in playing a game in the arena, mm-hmm. put it up like uh, Steam, where you invite me to the game, and then I can decide to accept it once I'm done. How about you just message them? Two steps, where you'd have to message them, and then you'd have to invite them into to a match just message them andy if you invite them to a match you're gonna you're basically asking them to message you back anyway with like i'll be there in five minutes or no yeah and so let's let's just automate the process i like automation i'm i'm sorry but if 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 it's simple to just set it up that way where you just like steam invite me to the game and then if i'm in the middle of something i can figure out what i want to do or if we're honestly both online right now like right now we're both online if i could honestly set it up there just like yes i'd like to challenge him to a game of hearthstone i wish i could do that from said menu but i can't and i know i'm nitpicking so yeah a little bit in fact more than a little bit but that's okay it's my grumpy old manness. Or your stubbornness. A little bit of both. So, speaking of Blizzard, mm-hmm. there's an update for the WoW movie. Uh-oh. <clears throat> and what did they say or do? Well, they posted um, uh, uh, by Empire Magazine, the director, Duncan Jones, actually on set recording scenes. So the project is indeed happening. What scenes were they recording? I'm not sure, but supposedly it's going to come out March 11th, 2016. Okay. And it's going to tell an origin story of the conflict between humans and orcs. So the opening of the Dark Portal. Probably. But is that going to be the new... 
or the old? I don't know. Focusing on the specific character arcs of Lothar and Durotan. So okay, oh, that's sounds like it's potentially going to be the like Warcraft one. Yeah, that's what it seems. I think it might actually work. Does that sound weird? No, because you know everybody's all up on the Game of Thrones and such, where there seems to be an actual fantasy swing going around. When you say it might work, you mean like it might actually sell and people will go see it, or yes. it will do a good job? I think people it will sell and people will actually go see it. Oh, absolutely. I, that I don't doubt. Um, I mean, it, it will reach a broader audience than the game. Very true. Whether or not more people will go and see it than played the game, that's something else, because like 20 million people have seen the game. I mean, if if it's the story of the lore of World of Warcraft, I'd probably go see that. If they leave out the pandas and potentially the Draenor. Yes, I. if they put the pandas in the movie... I'm not seeing the movie. Nope. But they're part of the lore. I they were a freaking Easter egg. Yeah, that, that was kind of retconned. <sighs> Trying to think of a term for jumping the shark that has to do with the pandas. Throwing a panda to the shark? <laughs> I think the World Wildlife Fund would have a problem with that. I um, think the shark would have a problem with that. <laughs> the fuck is this panda doing in here? The hell? It's all covered in fur. It's trying to swim. It doesn't work. But I was just thinking along the lines of, you know, like nuking a fridge, jumping the shark. Including a panda? Retconning the panda. Retconning a panda. There we go. That's that's what I'm going to go with. Retconning the panda. You take something that was completely ridiculous and you make it canon. Retconning the panda. Yep. I like it. Wow, I did not put a lot of video game news in here, did I? Hmm. Well, Nintendo announced its E3 plans. Ooh, any good? Um. Well, the first is... It has been confirmed that Nintendo is not revealing any hardware at this year's E3. Okay. The second is Nintendo's actually going to E3. Ah, uh, well, they're not doing a no. live media oh. conference. They're doing what they did last year in a digital conference. So they're going to announce their whatever their announcements are online and not actually have, you know, everybody come into some theater somewhere around the L.A. Convention Center. Okay. So... I'm thinking Nintendo should have tried to at least announce something hardware-related. I feel like that Wii U is just still leaving a bad taste in everybody's mouth. Mm. Yes, I know they announced Mario Kart 8, which seems to be fun and exciting. And the next Smash Brothers. True. But I f- how many times can Nintendo go back to the well? Really? It's a, pretty, it's a pretty, I do have to agree, it is a pretty deep well, and nostalgia sells. Andy? Yeah? Of all the companies that go back to a well, Nintendo does it more than anyone else. I know. It is like their thing. It's their only thing. So the question becomes, how much longer can they do that? Do you well, think this- they've been doing it for 25 years, <laughs> so I think they're okay for a little bit longer, right? Like, that's... That's their thing, is Zelda, Mario, Metroid, Smash Brothers, Mario Kart. So... It's, yeah, Nintendo just pulling from the previous properties. Because mm-hmm. Smash Brothers is just everybody that wasn't a Nintendo game in another Nintendo game. Yep. Like I said, I, 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 so, I don't mind these things. I, I loved playing yeah, Mario no, the, Kart. So the, so the question is, though, are they doing the right thing by not, uh, not displaying new hardware and not announcing new hardware? I mean, clearly 
they are working on hardware. Yes. If they're not, they're doing something really, really wrong. Yes, very true. But what? What would your thoughts be on having some sort of camera attachment for the Wii? Like the Kinect? Yeah. Why? I don't know. I'm just trying to think of what would the next thing that Nintendo would do to make it an interactive console more interactive. Does it need a gimmick? What do you mean? Well, I'm I'm thinking like, you know, the Wii had the Wiimote. Yes. And everyone called it a, a gimmick, that it was just this oddity. And the Wii U has the touchscreen, and the DS and 3DS had like five different things, right? They, the, mm-hmm. There was this camera, and there was a a microphone and all this stuff. And the second screen and the 3D imaging and yada, yada, yada. So they've, they've kind of had this history of, of gimmicks, but that's only since the Wii. So do you think they're going to try and go back to the roots of just a hardware machine? I don't know. I mean, on, on the one hand, though, they can't compete no. on just that pure hardware level. Yeah, because the Xbox One and the PS4... Blow it out of the water. I mean, yeah. you know, they, they could buy that tech if that's what they wanted to do, but then it's just another gaming console. So that's what I was trying to think of, is something interactive. I don't think putting a camera on it would do much. Maybe some sort of wearable tech, because that's the big thing right now. Does it have to be a set-top box? Could be another handheld. True. Yeah, how long has the the 3DS been out? Well, the 2DS just came out. Which is basically just a downgraded version of the 3DS. Yes. Maybe they're going to do something else. Mm, I think they're doing pretty okay with the 3DS. True. I wonder how how many units of the 3DS they sold this last month. Probably still a lot. You're looking it up. Yep. 3DS sales... For some reason, Firefox is really slow after I updated. No. <laughs> okay, whoever edited the Wikipedia article just stopped halfway through a sentence. Oops. Let's see. Da, da, da. November last year, they sold 770000 Yeah, but that's for Black Friday. True. All right, I'm finding a Forbes article here once it loads. God, this is getting ridiculous. Anytime now. Here we go. Okay, for worldwide, uh, 3DS, 121,030 worldwide. How much? 121,030. In what time period? This month or all? This chart does not tell me. Because that seems like a, a very low number. Why would you post a chart and then not give a time frame for said chart? That's stupid. Is it in the article? No, it's not. Why would you post S? Here's the total. Here's some numbers. What's the time frame? I feel like I'm failing doing this. Oh, game console sales chart. Charts. I think that was this week, or the week of April 19th. 105,000 this week. So that's not yes. bad. Yeah. Week ending April 19th. Total 44 million. <laughs> So I think it's still good because, you know, 3DS is outselling the Xbox One and the X. Well, not well, the it's Xbox been out there longer, but it is yeah. outselling it on a week by week. Yes. Yep. Okay, so maybe they don't need something handheld. And, you know, for, for something where, like, the, you know, we, we talk about how bad the Wii U is compared to the, the Xbox One, it's still outsold the Xbox One. Granted, it's been out there much longer, but it still outsold the Xbox One. True. Xbox One is catching up. Yeah. Uh, Xbox One weekly is, what, 92,000? Mm-hmm. Wii U, U is 32,000. 32, yeah. 
top selling still the PlayStation 2. Because <laughs> PlayStation 2 was sold for forever and a day. Mm-hmm. And everybody loved it. Yep. So speaking of Sony. Uh-oh. Sony Online Entertainment. SOE, yes. The MMO branch of Sony. Yes. An official announcement. They are starting up their new all-access pass system. Okay. So you can pay $15 per month. And have access to all, all of them? All of their MMOs. Which is EverQuest, EverQuest 2, DC Universe, Planet Side 2, Vanguard, anything new that comes out. <laughs> I see these and I'm like, not going to play it, not, not going to play yep. it. Nope, 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 nope. Good for them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's, I feel like they're just finally realizing, um, we need to get, because you know what this is going to do? This is going to boost all of their membership numbers for all of their properties because they're going to count one membership as one, two, three, four, five <laughs> memberships. Yep. To be like, oh, look at this. We suddenly have, because of this all access pass, our membership numbers have gone through the roof. Yeah, but they know that that doesn't mean anything. True. And we know that it doesn't mean anything. True. But there are probably people out there who did not put two and two together or will not put two and two together. Maybe. Maybe. It's hard to say. I'm guessing if you had your option of paying, you know, $15 per month or paying for WoW, which is what, 12? Mm-hmm. I'm guessing you would still go with WoW. Between those games and World of Warcraft? Yeah. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I, I actually, you, you should be proud of me, Andy. I fought off the temptation the other day. To? Well, Pandaria was 50% off. Ooh. So you decided not to get it? I did not buy it. Well, congrats on that one of uh, not playing with your pandas. Thank you. Thank you. I was playing Hearthstone, so already playing Blizzard products, and, and there was a little message like, hey, Miss of Pandaria, 50% off. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> be strong, be strong, be strong, be strong, be strong. It does not control me. It does not control me. It doesn't, because it's freaking Mists of Pandaria. Yes, it is Mists of Pandaria, but it's still World of Warcraft. Okay. It's still a very well-designed game. True. It is still, at this point, tapping into nostalgia. Hey, remember that time years ago? Yes. Now shut up. It still ties into the need for social connectivity. Hey, you remember those guilds. Hey, you remember all those friends you made online. Hey, remember all that guild drama? Yeah. I usually laughed at guild drama and just stayed the hell out of it. I tried that too until it bit me in the ass. Yep. Where I accidentally somehow became the center of a giant guild drama. Yep. One guy didn't like you, and so, like, you got kicked, and the rest of the guild wanted you back in. And Yeah, literally split the guild in two, whether or not they, people were siding with me or with the other guy. Yep. Stupid dwarven hand cannon. I was offered the, uh, the leadership of the guild at one point. <laughs> I'm like, you're crazy. <laughs> you, you must be insane if you think that I want to take over this guild. It's like, you're the main tank. I trust you. You've been doing a really good job. Nope. I'm not thinking about stepping down. Nope. Nope. No. 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 Have fun. I'm out. So let's see. Where can we go from here? Netflix and Verizon. Netflix signed a deal. Yep. Just like they did with Comcast, they've now signed a deal with Verizon, which I love the uh, second to last paragraph in here is just one statement, and it's the fact 
that Netflix performance on Comcast has improved 65% after the company struck their peering agreement. Yep. All it took was just a little money and whoa, look at all the great service we're having now. Yep. I wonder if it's at the cost of anyone else. I don't know, but it's like still, our, it's, our other sites on Comcast now going a little slower. I don't know, but still, it's just literally over the period of one month, just because they paid you a boatload of money, suddenly everything is working at 65% faster speeds. Yep. Oh. Yep. So yeah, hey, look a at that. Long, Verizon wants to jump on the boat. Well, more like Netflix wants to continue to improve. Along with that. Yeah. Uh, the guy who founded DreamWorks. Okay. Jeff Katzenberg. Gotcha. Right? Sure. Very, very kind of, not necessarily influential person, but respected, right? He, he brought back Disney animation. He, he founded DreamWorks. He did a lot of really good stuff. Yes, very true. He recently made a statement saying the the model has to change. And of course, he's right, and we know he's right because we've been saying that. But the idea that theaters get to have the movie exclusively for months before the videos come out just is not going to be sustainable. And that what he sees, what he expects, is that theaters get the movie for three weeks. Pretty much, yes. And after three weeks, it gets streamed to every device. So still not sold, still not as as like a, a video, not a DVD, not a Blu-ray. But, but more like a Netflix More like Redbox. Netflix, right. And that it could potentially be based on resolution. Like your, your cost would be different based on how high a resolution you get it. It's kind of funny because he said, oh, this needs, the, the current model needs to change. You know, the problem is... You're already paying more money via screen size. Yes. Well, but his idea on screen size wasn't the difference between a regular theater and an IMAX. It was between a phone and an HDTV. But still, it's the same idea. Hey. Yeah. I think the model being changing would be more like the three weeks and then it's, it's in the wild. Yeah, he wants two and a half. And then it's in the wild instead of three weeks and then hiding somewhere until the DVD gets made and then put out there. Theaters usually hold it for more than three weeks. Oh, no, not. Depends on the movie. Yeah, true. Like Frozen was freaking around for forever. Yeah, I saw but it. You saw it? We've seen Frozen now. Ah, what'd you think? It, it was okay. There were some good messages in there. I liked Olaf's song. I did not. Really? I did not like most of the songs. Well, then you're just having Heart of Ice. Yep. I'm glad you tried to argue that one. You mean you're glad I didn't try to argue it? I was trying to be sarcastic. Oh, okay. So, yeah, my apologies. Yeah, if, if that didn't come across, I'm sorry. Okay. In any case... I... Okay, so it would go to the theater for two and a half weeks, and then as soon as that two and a half weeks is done... Mm-hmm. It gets put everywhere. On everything. And if you want to watch it on your phone, you pay $2. If you want to watch it on your TV, you pay 4 That's not too bad. Because if you think about it, at that point, most of the time while they're still in the movie theater, the movie companies for that last little bit are not getting a lot of the revenue from the movies. Right, but you know who is? Who? The movie theater. Yes, that's... Like, that's when they need to, to get their stuff. Movie theaters make money off of popcorn and movies that have been around for a while. Right. But a majority of the money is through the concessions, hence why the concessions keep going. Uh, well, now they're making movie off of the uh, upcharge for IMAX and 3D movies as well. But I don't know if the movie theaters are going to like this. And they're the 
primary source for movies since it is against the law for a production company to own a theater. So I don't know if anybody's going to play ball with this. Well, I mean, the the other side of it is cut out the middleman. And just go directly to the consumer? Don't put it in the theater. See how the theater is like that. Watch your profits drop. Not not the theater profits, but watch the movie production studios. Their profits will drop. Because if, okay, Captain America comes out, it's mm-hmm. going to be a raging success, right? Now, movie tickets are going to be, what, 20 bucks for two people? Maybe 24 if you're going to go see it in IMAX in 3D, maybe. So it's going to be a decent chunk of change. And the current contracts basically state like 90% of that money is going to go back to the production studios. Right. right? So you're looking at 12 10 11 12 dollars per person getting in profit to you and then you go instead of just put it on a tv and now you know you're not going to be able to charge 10 to 12 bucks for this mm-hmm. so okay let's just go with his number of four dollars for an hd tv that's four dollars for i don't know how many people can you cram in your house to watch Captain America. Your your profits are going to go rock bottom, and that's not going to be good. The, the theaters are a major source of revenue, and they know that, so they're going to be like, you weren't going to do this? Hell no. You're going to try and cut us out? Oh, yeah, let's see how well that works for you. Mm, good point. So is it an idea? Yes, it's an idea. Is it a good idea? Not, could, not as much. I could, I could see, you know, I'd love to get the movies out onto Netflix, Redbox, Amazon Prime. Anything. S- anything sooner than what they currently are doing but is it going to happen probably not okay so what else we got here oh speaking of streaming ea and comcast i guess have been working on for the past couple of years a way to stream ea's games on comcast's new x1 operating system for your cable box really yes so without having to buy a console Yes. I would play EA's games. Yes. On my Comcast box. Yes. Streaming. Yes. So on live. Yes. Just built into the box. Yes. Why? I don't know. Like, I still have to buy a controller. Maybe right? one comes with your box. Com- Comcast is... What? Oh, yeah, and the one's not going to come with your box. I know that for a fact. Comcast. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to probably rent it to you for, like, seven bucks a month. For the first ten months. Okay, so I saw a, uh, oh, what was I watching? It was some TV commercial. It was one of the internet service providers. It was like, oh, yeah, get the fastest yada, yada, yada for like 20 bucks a month for the first six months. And I did one of those old curmudgeon things. I'm like, yeah, for the first six months, and then it's going to go through the roof. Yep. Oh, shoot, that's coming up for me. And then Kate said, you know, you sound like your dad. And I'm just like, oh, no. Ha, 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 ha. Damn it. We are all our parents. I don't want to be, though. In some way, shape, or form, we are all our parents. Doesn't mean that we, we are exactly like our parents, but we all in like inherit traits. That's genetics. We just have to take those and make ourselves a better person. Yes. You should always strive to be better than your parents. Very true. Which is easier for some than for others, being better than their parents. So the question is... Yes. Do you think other companies would try and follow suit if this actually gets off the ground? If EA gets Comcast to support their game streaming, I could see takes care of a lot of DRM. Yeah. So Ubisoft might might want to hop onto it. I don't know. 
My one question on this, though. Yeah. How much is this going to affect my data cap? Well, you're streaming high quality images. Mm-hmm. But is is Comcast just going to say, yeah, we're just going to bite the bullet on this one. This stuff does not count against you. Andy, again, who are you talking about? Well, I, I kind of point this out because actually there's another topic on here about, uh, where is it, Amazon's smartphone uh-huh. that they're thinking about coming out with. One of the major points of the phone is this prime data Yeah, where it's like if you use specific apps on your phone, those are not going to count against you, like AT&T sponsored data. It's an idea that's been put out there. So maybe that's one of the ways to get everybody to agree and join this service. If you do EA online gaming and have it not actually count against you, rather than, you know, going through your Xbox and then going to your Comcast and having those multiplayer games count against you with your data cap. that's true. That's true. What would the subscription be? Because you're, you're going to have to subscribe to the games. Yes. You're not going to be able to just purchase the game and play it. Well, maybe you are able to purchase the game and play it. It's still not going to be... It's going to be like, uh, I don't know, purchasing a movie on uh, Amazon Prime. Mm. Or you're probably going to be able to watch it whenever you want, but it's still... Um, and what happens when, when Comcast drops you as a customer? <laughs> Like they just offered to do for 3.3 million people. Oh, that's actually another topic on here. Yeah, well, there you go. All right, so the idea is they want to divest themselves of 3 million subscribers to get under the uh, 30 million mark. So that they can merge with Time Warner. Yes. And be above the 40 million mark? No, no, no. When they merge with Time Warner, they would be over by like 3 million people because they they they're, they want to keep under the 30% or the 33% uh-huh. or whatever it is that the FCC had posted and then later was declared illegal. But they still want to just keep themselves under that mark to just basically make these, their regulators approve them because they're like, we're even though these rules aren't required by us, we're still following them. Right. So this is what they're going to do. They're going to drop 3.3 million people. <laughs> Not exactly. They are going to... Sorry, Kate's sound was on. They are going to divest themselves of 1.4 million subscribers and sell them to uh, Charter for $7.3 billion in cash. Mm -hmm. And then the other 2.5 million subscribers, they are going to spin off and create a new publicly traded company that will operate systems serving those customers, those existing Comcast customers. And who do you think is going to own most of that publicly traded stock? (laughs) Oh, probably Comcast. Yeah. So it's going to be a new company, basically in name only, because right. they're not going to do any new infrastructure. They're probably not going to do anything else. It's literally just going to be a name change. So like PacBell. Yeah. On paper, it's going to be a completely separate entity. We swear. We swear it's a separate entity. Ah! I love how the fact that this 2.5 million subscribers of this spun-off company yeah. is going to be just behind the fourth largest cable provider in the United States. Because <laughs> Cablevision is fourth, and they are currently at 2.8 million. Oh, God. <laughs> so this separate company, you know, that's not going to be A Comcast, separate company. Mm-hmm. It's going to be the fourth largest. Oh, almost the fourth largest. Yeah. And let's see, the 2.5 million Comcast customers that are moving to this are going to be in Alabama, Kentucky, Indiana, Michigan, Minnesota, Ohio, Tennessee, and Wisconsin. Andy, you might get a new company. Um, well, we're charter out here, so we're going to get a new company anyway. No, what? no, we're not. No. We're not. Charter. We're, we're charter over here. Well, we might actually because um, Comcast and Charter also said that they're going to trade 1.6 million customers after the merger to try and make the footprints more congruent. 
Oh, you mean give people fewer choice? Well, not fewer choices. They're just going to swap your choice. So it's like, hey, you originally were Charter, but then we gave these other customers to Charter, and we kind of want to make things look better geographically, so we're swapping you to Comcast. And we're taking these other Comcast people. So you really don't have a choice? No. At all? (laughs) No, no, you're not. I believe that is a monopoly. It's not a monopoly because there's more than one company, but you're not going to have any more choice than you had before. It is a geographic monopoly. Yes. Yes, it is. And it's written into frickin' law that these things are allowed. Ay, caramba. Come on, FTC. Come on. But there's not really anything they can argue about with this thing because it's not going to be any sort of monopoly that's new. Right. I'm saying, like, get your shit together and go after this. This is broken. Yes, we all, I think everybody realizes this is broken, but, you know, people are throwing enough money around to blind those who can actually do things. Yep. What would it take, Andy, to get you to be, unlike the FCC or in the FTC or anywhere where we could do something about this? Money. Money? (laughs) What a surprise. You need money, you know, to fight money. Damn. Okay. Yep. We've been watching House of Cards season two, by the way. Ah, And I realized like halfway through the the second episode of season two, what this show actually is. Which is? Machiavelli's The Prince. Ah, it's just like um, How I Met Your Mother was actually uh, Love in the Time of Cholera, I do believe. Okay, I have no idea. Yeah, neither do I. I've neither seen nor read. But supposedly after the finale, everybody's like, well, wait a second. This is like Love in the Time of Cholera. Okay. So sure. Yeah, I've never read it, so I don't know. Yeah, but I'm I'm pretty sure House of Cards is like here's a practical modern day example of the application of the principles from Machiavelli's The Prince. Ah, so what about game theory? Is that along the same lines? You mean game theory? What about game theory? Well, what about rock paper scissors? What? Yeah, there's. Okay, so there was I'm, a study. I'm totally lost as to where you went with that. <laughs> well, I uh, am, here, wow, you, we, we took like a right turn to talk about House of Cards and Machiavelli, and then you didn't even do a 180, you just like disappeared. <laughs> I think you went orthogonally and just went like up, and you're like, okay, now I'm talking about this. Sometimes my segues make no sense. Yeah, so game theory. What about game theory, Andy? I assume you're talking about the, the actual principal game theory, not the YouTube channel game theory. No, the principal game theory. Okay. All right, so like there the prisoner's were... Prisoner's Dilemma. Yes. In China, at some university, they had a massive rock-paper-scissors tournament. 360 okay. students were divided into groups of six... Each competitor played 300 rounds of rock, paper, scissors against the other members of their group. Okay. So, massive rock, paper, scissors tournament. And? And? After studying these numerous games of rock, paper, scissors, they actually found that people do not play randomly. No, because the human brain can't pick random numbers. No. Okay, so what what did they do? um, When players won a round... They tended to repeat their winning move, i.e. if you won with rock, most likely, because normally it's just one in three. So if it's higher than a 33% chance, you know that people are not picking randomly, right? Okay. If you won, your idea would be to stay with the same object. If you lost, a player was more likely to play, uh, let's say if they lost to rock, they would pick paper because paper beats rock. Right, which the two of those should fit. 
If you win, you're more likely to play the thing that you just won with. Yes. If you lose, you are more likely to play the thing that beats what just beat you. Yes. Okay. So it sounds like if you lose, you should win your next round. Yes. So if you won, first off, then the idea is the other person's going to play paper, so then you go and play scissors. Mm -hmm. So you try and game the system in your head. So people have tried to figure out how to win at a higher rate of rock, paper, scissors. And I think it was, uh, I think it was Kotaku. I'm not sure where the article was, but uh, somebody printed out a chart where it's like, oh, if you won with this one and your opponent played this, you should play this instead, sort of thing, the next turn. Okay. And they also had it if the person also knows about this study or not. So, because if he knows about the study then the other you think okay the other person's going to play scissors so then i have to play rock but what if they know that you know about the study (laughs) yeah it starts to go down a rabbit hole very quickly but that'd be an interesting thing to see your husband the scientist comes home what'd you do today at work dear oh analyze rock paper scissors (laughs) for many many rounds Yep, test cases. Hundreds of test cases. Thousands of test cases. More and more rock, paper, scissors. Just lots of it. T-Mobile. Oh, what about T-Mobile? So T-Mobile has been trying to do like this whole uncarrier bit. Yes. Right? Like the, we are going to break the mold of being a traditional carrier. They just added 2.4 million customers. Yeah, but do you want to know the caveat to sure. that? They're still losing money. Yeah, probably. I think they lost a lot of money, if I remember correctly. Let me see if I can find. Yeah, here we go. CNN. Money. I've been doing a lot of the clicking tongue bit lately. Yeah, like that. So my apologies if you hear that and you're wondering what that noise is. That's Andy. <laughs> uh, the company finished their first quarter with a loss of $151 million. Is that higher or lower than expected? Up from $20 million in the last three months of 2013. Is that higher or lower than expected? Um, that was that was a cost against them. So I think that was slightly higher than expected, even though, you know, their stock soared 8%. If their stock soared, then it was lower than they expected. Like it was less of a loss. Mm. You, you tend not to have your stock do very well when you are posting higher losses than expected. But then sometimes the, uh, you know, the market, stock, yeah, the market does not do smart things. Yeah, I love it. What What's the... Fundamental assumption in economics, people will make the the best choice for themselves. I don't know. I don't know economics. You had to take an econ class. I don't remember most of that econ class. Okay. Sorry, Hans. Oh, now I'm going to get a call from Hans to give me econ 101, I'm guessing. Could do worse for an instructor. Very true. You could do worse. Okay, what, what else is left? Um, there was a security flaw in Internet Explorer. Every in- version for the last five versions. Yes. Oops. So, Microsoft ended their support for XP a few weeks ago, right? Yeah, they brought it back for this. Which I think is the stupidest thing ever. Really? Well, it's there's always going to be one more exploit in XP. Yeah, but this was like a major, major exploit. This isn't like some small percentage of XP machines. This would be like every Windows XP machine. But still, I just... People should have been swapping out XP machines sooner. I should still finish swapping out. I think there's nine computers on XP still left in our building that I'm slowly trying to get rid of. 
but think of how many people are going to be like, well, they said they were going to stop coverage for XP, and lo and behold, look at this. They just did another patch for XP. How do we know yeah, this isn't going to happen again? The was revealed like a week later. Okay, so maybe what happens if another one's revealed next week? Then they might actually patch it. Okay, and what about the week after that? Nope. You sure? Yep. You're going to stop after two? Yep. Because as soon as they make three, then it's going to be a pattern? I guess. I have no idea. I don't know. It just feels like if you're going to stop coverage, you should You should stop. stop. Yeah. Support, not coverage. Well, the the coverage for security essentials is still going to go on for another year. Right. But the, the idea is they stopped support for XP. Yes. And so they actually need to stop the support. Yep. Traffic lights. Turns out are easily hackable. Like with specialized equipment or what? Uh, most of it is uh, pretty off-the-shelf stuff, i.e., um, you know, drones and a couple of wireless antennas that you can buy commercially. Okay. The uh, They had sent up a drone, and they had gone and by sniffing 802.15.4 wireless traffic on channels used by the traffic network devices, it was found that all communication is performed in clear text without any encryption nor security mechanism. Oh... Okay, well, but first off, you do need something on the 802.15.4. Yes. As opposed to the 802.11, which is what everything else uses. Yes. So you have to get onto, like, this special network system. But still, buying a wireless antenna for a specific frequency range probably not that hard to do. It probably does exist. If well, not, there's probably enough using people... using his MacBook, probably. Yeah. But still, you're sending wireless data without any encryption or any security mechanism. That's, oh, God. So this is the, like, as I'm driving, I'm going to cause all the lights to change to green for me? Yes. Well, soon enough, it won't matter. Why? Because Self-driving cars. Self-driving cars, yeah. Oh, man, think about that. With the self-driving cars that can control the lights on their own? Right. That might actually be helpful for some times. Because there's times where you're at a traffic light, and you're the only one there, and you're just like, okay... You know, Andy? Yeah? With self-driving cars, you don't actually need traffic lights. True, because all the cars will control themselves. They know where they are. That would be weird, pulling up to an intersection with no stop sign or traffic lights and actually have all the cars, you know, stop. Why would they stop? Oh, that would be so freaky. The cars know where they are. So you're saying if your car was driving itself and you were pulling up to an intersection, there was no stop signs or anything, and you see another car going, you know, the same speed you are coming from the side, the side. Yep. And your car doesn't stop. You're telling me you're not going to freak out. I mean, I'm sure I'd freak out the first time. This is why all driverless cars should just have no windows. <laughs> it's like you can't see outside. That would freak me out, though, because, yes, I understand that the cars, the, the math would work out and the cars would miss each other. But still, that would be all oh, that would be freaky. Yep. And, I mean, so that that's an extreme example, and it probably won't actually happen like that. It'll probably be more, you know, it, it traffic lights. But even with traffic lights, the nice thing is, you know the, the worming effect at a traffic light? Yeah. Right? Because the first person goes immediately, but the second person has to wait a little bit. The third yes. person waits even longer, 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 longer. That also won't happen. I wish it would, wouldn't happen. Like, it's the easiest thing to do if everybody, you know, just takes their foot off the brake at the same time. Yeah, but you wait for the car right in front of you to take off from the brake. I know, but and it, it, yeah. it travels back down the line. But with an automated car... They would all go at once. Which they'd all is, just go. That's what I'm saying, is I wish everybody would just go at once. Yep. It's not like, you know, you have to go 
flying. You don't have to like slam on the accelerator away, but it's at, least, at least to get your foot off the brakes, your car starts to roll under its own power. Yep. Well, but that would be, yeah. In any case, what else do we have? Uh, da, 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 da. the they were there were uh, ET cartridges found in a landfill. Oh yeah, they dug them up. Yeah, it's they not found, an urban legend. No, they they found granted, you know, not millions of them or thousands of them, but they still found some. Has anyone confirmed that it was like that was the the collection, not like a red herring? I don't know. Maybe there are millions more buried somewhere else. There were I I was laughing because there were internet comments of people saying like, you know they they should sell them or they should they shouldn't have thrown them away they should have just given them away and I like I don't think you understand how bad this game was yeah it was bad like it was a really 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 bad game like it actually was responsible for the downfall of the industry. They didn't want to give it away because they didn't want their name tied to it. They wanted to bury it in a hole and forget it ever existed. Which just turns out what they did. Yep, until someone dug it up 30-some years later. I'm still wondering how many is actually buried there, though. That's what I'm curious about. Whether or not it's thousands, hundreds of thousands, or millions? Yeah. Oh, no, but I, I wouldn't want them to just dig up the entire landfill looking for them. No, because that would just be ridiculous. Yeah, I'm okay with leaving that as a mystery. They found them. I'm impressed. Congratulations. We have put that to rest. Yes, they were buried. Okay. Have you seen the speedrun of E.T.? No. Why would somebody do a speedrun of E.T.? Because you can beat the game in like under four minutes. Oh, goodness. Yep. It's worth watching because you actually get to see how bad that game is. Someone did a new speedrun of Super Mario 3. Well, that one's easy to beat if you got the whistles. Yeah, not in like under 10 minutes because you still have to go through those last levels. Yeah, true. So someone did a new speedrun, three minutes. Oh, goodness. It, it uses a glitch. Oh. And it's the most incredible, like how you find this glitch, how anyone found this glitch, I don't know. But it involves not going to World 8, but World 7. What? Which is the pipe maze world. Yeah. And if you do the right things with the enemies to get them on the screen and have them like bouncing around, there's a glitched warp tube, a glitched pipe that actually it, it appears on the screen. And if you go through it, it takes you directly to Peach. What? I'm serious. That is... How did somebody find that? I don't know. Like, holy... It, it's ridiculous, though. You should go watch it. Like, right now, you should just go watch it. It'll take three minutes. We'll pause. No, I'm, I'll watch it afterwards. Okay. But that's just crazy. Uh, last topic on here is Toyota is talking about their new internal combustion engine mm-hmm. that does not create mechanical energy, but electrical. An internal combustion engine that yes. does how? You know those flashlights that you shake? Yeah. Where it has that magnet in the coil and you shake it and then it, it creates, you know, yeah. light because the magnet passes through, creates electricity right. yeah. movement. Well, it, the moving magnetic field. Yes. Yeah. Go they're on. Gonna, they're going to do that for an internal combustion engine. Just like shove a magnet around somewhere? Well, if you look at the link here that I gave. Uh, Toyota new ICE. Okay. The magnet is attached to the piston. So when the piston, the spark plug, ignites yeah. the fuel-air mixture, it pushes the magnet through a coil. Right. So that creates... And then how does it move the piston back? Uh, compressed gas. The gas-filled chamber provides a return motion, usually provided by the crankshaft. Okay. 
What is the advantage to this? The advantage to this is you're not losing energy because every time you transfer energy, you're going to lose something in the process, right? Right, but directly using the mechanical energy as opposed to trying to recover electrical energy by pushing a magnet, I have a feeling you're going to get a better return from using the mechanical energy. Well, the compact size makes it as an ideal generator for rage-extended electric vehicles. This is what they say. The test units create only 13 horsepower, but a pair of them generate enough electricity for a Yaris or a Corolla-sized vehicle to cruise on the highway at 75 miles per hour. You know what else provides enough energy to cruise on the highway at 75 miles per hour? Your internal combustion engine. My internal combustion engine! (laughs) Granted, your internal normal internal combustion engine size for uh, how how many horsepower is a Prius engine? I don't know. 134 horsepower. And this thing was Two 13. Of these was 13. So you, 26 horsepower versus 134. Right. So these things are smaller. They're easier to cool. But they're easy to lubricate. Less powerful. The gas spring chamber that returns it can be adjusted, i.e. due to gas pressure. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, they are, uh, they're trying it out. Okay. So it's... And I, I honestly have to say anything that takes the idea of the internal combustion engine and does something with it, I'm all for. Because the I, basic idea of the internal combustion engine has not changed since it was first invented. Right. In fact, the basic concept of most power generation, the steam engine, has yeah. not changed. No. So, yeah, it's like it, it, at least somebody's doing something. Yes, someone is attempting to do something. That is good. Yes. But, yeah, okay. Random review? Yes, random review time. Sure spot. Sure spot. Sounds like a fabric cleaner. It is not. At least I don't believe it is. It might be. The sure spot I'm thinking of is an encrypted chat program. Ah, oh, I put sure spot. No, put sure shot. I need to put sure Sure spot. Sure shot? Yeah, I don't know what that is. I don't know what SureShot is. SureSpot, though. Okay, encrypted chat messenger. All right. Available for Android and iOS, and it's a messenger where uh, it is entirely security-minded. So they don't store your password anywhere. If you authenticate on your phone and then lose your phone and you didn't back up the authentication, you will potentially lose that, that name. You will lose that contact list. You will lose that message. It only keeps a thousand messages per person. It does pictures. It does audio. If you buy it, you can you can send an audio message. And it is end-to-end encryption. And you know what? It works pretty damn well. Now, okay, so I'm reading the, about it. It's not actually an SMS messenger. No, no, it is. It does not go over SMS. Okay, which means you are also not limited to 160 characters. But if I am in a place out here where you have no data, yeah, then you can't use it. Okay, because it that, does require a data signal. That happens a couple of times out here in the Midwest, where you know it's farm country. Yep, yep. It does require a data signal, whether that's Wi-Fi, whether that's cellular, requires data. So, how do you find people on the service? You have to actually talk to them. You you can't just look someone up. There's no directory. Okay. So I would have to tell you my username. And then I would have to add you to my username list? Yep. Or what? Okay. Yep, that, and that's all you would do. And then I add, it, it notifies me. It's like, hey, Andy wanted to put you on the list. I say accept. And then we can send each other messages. 
So it's like Snapchat, but secure. Right. Okay. Like super, super secure. And that's kind of what it was designed as, as looking at Snapchat and saying like, well, they did it sort of secure, but not really. So how can we improve on that? And for a free program, it's pretty damn good. Now, can I do cross-platform, i.e.? iOS to Android? Yes. Yes. Okay. Absolutely, yes. I'm just trying to make sure because sometimes people are a little iffy about that but all right uh the one the one downside the one thing i'm not a fan of is this audio message that you can do uh so it it, you you hold down a little microphone button and then starts recording and whatever you say it sends and it actually will only send if it recognizes that there was speech oh so there's that but that's nice because it means if i accidentally hit the button it doesn't actually send anything The real downside is that if you send a message, an audio message to someone, it automatically starts playing when they have the app open. Why would you do that? I don't know that like it's the stupidest thing I've ever seen. Why would I want to send an encrypted audio message and have it automatically start playing? You do also have to pay for the audio message for the ability to send them. Not for the ability to receive them, but the ability to send them. I'm thinking there's sometimes, though, that I'd want to send some sort of audio that, you know, is not voice, but it won't let me because it yep. probably won't think won't that let you. that's stupid. If it's going to send audio, it should send audio. Yep. And it shouldn't automatically start playing. So whether or not it's worth the like two bucks for the ability to send the audio, that's something else. But the, the program itself is very well designed. It is very secure. It is very nice. It's a good little messaging system. All right, then. Cool. So random topic Uh uh-oh rolled ahead of time if you were barred punishable by death from playing video games what would you do with your free time well if i can't play a video game pretty much means i can't write video games either so that's out Uh, yes becoming a video game developer is out yeah well you could all right so you could code but you can't test right and and so that that kind of sucks um you're a code monkey without any of the fun you so you can't play games. Nope. But what's like, what is defined as a video game? Uh, a video game? That's okay. the oddest question ever. Well, but what what is that, Andy? And it's not an odd question. It's something that the courts have had to think about too. What is a video game? I feel like Pong. To... Yes, is a video game. Yes. Right. Yes. What about William Higginbottom's Tennis for Two? Really, you're going to try and make Often a game? referred to as the first video game, but was it? Really, you're going to try and go back and play no, I'm not on going the oscilloscope? To, but I want, Andy, I want to know where. what are the limitations. Well, I'd say we're in a modern setting, so you can throw out all those gray area, original, like, Odyssey sort of stuff. Okay. Try and think of a modern example where How, you don't okay. know if it's a video game or not. Monopoly. Board game, yes. The board game with, like, electronic components. That's still... And screens and credit cards. I feel like the Monopoly, if it's a board game, is still a board game, even if it does have those stupid swipe cards. Okay. I just wanted to clarify and find... I'd probably go pretty hardcore into tabletop gaming. Uh-oh. I heard two half of that, so I know something's going on. <laughs> anyway, I'd probably go pretty hardcore into tabletop gaming. You know, if you went hardcore into tabletop gaming, yeah. I wouldn't. You wouldn't? No, I'm, I'm sorry, but there, my tabletop gaming window, because, oh, what's uh, Arkham Horror, mm-hmm. Descent, some of those games... 
Not all tabletop games take four hours to play. I know, but some of the more hardcore ones do. Yeah, but some of the other hardcore ones don't. Like Settlers of Catan, I can deal with that. When I say hardcore, I don't mean like I'd be a hardcore person. So you're not going to play like Warhammer 40k? I wouldn't do like professional board gaming. Warhammer 40k, yes or no? No, hell no. Oh, God, no. But I'd spend time playing tabletop games. So you'd just move from video games to tabletop games. Yeah. Okay. I mean, maybe also read a little more. Reading is good. I'm trying to get through my giant back catalog of magazines. Shouldn't you be trying to get through Lions of Al Hassan? I read 20 pages last night. Thank you very much. Good for you. <laughs> so you're on page 21? 24, because okay. <laughs> started on page 4. Okay, look and at that. There's 544 pages. To go. No, no, total. Oh, total. Okay. So divide that by... 20. Really? Well, that's that's what you said, right? You write 20 pages. pages. 27 days. Almost. I'll be done on the 30th. If you can do 20... Yeah, except we have book club before then. What? I thought it was on that weekend. But isn't it before the 30th? I don't know. I don't have this in front of me. My phone's on the other side of the room. I try and keep that away from me while we're recording because I know people send me messages. Ah, Kate says it's on the 31st, so I've got time. Yes. Okay, you can do it. 20 pages a day. Yep, 20 pages a day. Cool. But then I also got to read my Amazon Kindle Prime book of the month. Yep, but 20 pages of lines a day. Yes, that goes first. Then I'll read the Kindle book for a bit, and then I'll try reading the magazines. Because magazines... Falling behind on your magazines. Yeah, I know. But it's, it's, Wired is an interesting magazine to read. Yep, are you going to go get a free comic book today? God, I don't even know if I have time to go swing by the comic book store today. You want to go to the comic book store? Okay, we're guess we're going to the comic book store today. <laughs> so I will see what comics I would want to get from the free comic book day. Okay, well... So yeah, I would read a lot. Um, uh, what else would I do if I didn't play video games? Um, stuff on the car I need to fix. So I would do more of that. I like doing the crossword puzzle a lot, so I'd probably do a lot more of that. Ah, so there. There's a good question. Yes. Crosswords. Yes. On the computer. I don't do them on the... I print them out and do okay. them on paper. Okay. So that is not a video game. No, that's... It's, it's... I actually do worse on the crossword puzzles when I do them on the computer. So what about if someone were to, like, print out Adventure? What? Never mind. Just how go on. You... Just go on. How would you... Do... Now I'm curious. How would you do that? Well, it was a text game first, Andy. Okay, so then you would kind of switch from, you know... It's a choose-your-own-adventure. Which you would have to have somebody else doing all for you, and then we just turn into D&D. Yep, I'd probably play a lot of Pathfinder if I couldn't play video games. Very true. So, <laughs> is that <laughs> if it? If we didn't play video games, what would we do? We would do other things. We'd play games. There's more games than video games. Probably do more exercising. That would be helpful. Um, Record the podcast bi-weekly. Bi-weekly? As in twice a week. Oh. Would we have enough topics to do this twice a week? If we couldn't play video games, ooh. (laughs) We'd have to live vicariously. (laughs) I'd probably spend a lot more time watching Twitch. Get a guest on. So what are you playing? (laughs) I wasn't here to talk about Please, please tell us what you're playing. Please tell me what games have you you played. But I'm not here. I don't play games. Just tell me what game you played. Flappy Bird? Oh, how far did you get? Do you, do you have a web camera? Can we watch you play? <laughs> but guys, this is getting kind of creepy. <laughs> Come on, just just one more try. Try it again. See if you can get past, past ninth pipe. 
Yeah, this is getting strange now. Okay, I think we're done. Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. All right, bye, everyone. That's a wrap. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening. <laughs>